I'm Ant. I'm Bria. And I'm Maya. You're listening to The Bingeverse. The Bingeverse is a podcast where we talk about everything in the world of streaming. We'll tell you all about what's going on across your favorite streaming platforms and put you onto what we've been watching too. Before we get into the episode, make sure to check out the episode description to be sure you know exactly what we're discussing and where the spoilers are. So let's get into it. All right, guys, welcome back to episode two. Before we get started, Aunt Maya, how are you guys doing? What's, I know it's been a couple weeks since we recorded last. What have you guys been up to? Too much. <laughs> when I elaborate on that? A lot. A lot of work, a lot of projects I'm trying to get finished. So, yeah, I need sleep. But I've been getting these TV shows in. Won't that task? <laughs> Right. So I saw Aunt earlier and I remember I was I was still not doing with Nine Perfect Strangers. But for me, I'm definitely on a high off of that show. I abs well, spoiler, I liked it, but I would say what do you very, mean by that? <laughs> I'm very excited. Yeah, yeah. I, I really enjoyed the show. So I'm really like in I'm still like in a really happy mood from that. So no, I feel both of you. Um, I definitely can relate to needing sleep. I don't know if I mentioned this on the show before, but being in school is a lot. Like I have to do a lot of group projects and I'm not really used to that anymore. You know, homework and studying and all of that. This isn't a group project? <laughs> not one that's being graded. <laughs> it's not one that's being graded. So just that. And then I too saved nine perfect strangers until you know a couple of hours ago so um, <laughs> but it's finished and i have a lot of thoughts so i'm excited for this episode i think it would be a lot of fun before we hop into our you know main portion of the review there's a lot of stuff going on in the news as far as streaming and trailers and movie releases i guess one thing that i can start with is that there's two shows that are Netflix favorites that people really enjoyed that are coming back. They were just announced this past week or so that they're going to be coming back to Netflix. And the first is our beloved Tiger King. <laughs> so Tiger King is coming back to Netflix. Uh, did you all watch the Tiger King documentary? Yes. <laughs> I mean, I, everybody did. It was That was like the, the number one thing was the pandemic hit. <laughs> exactly. That was like the milestone at the beginning of the pandemic. Yes, was I was like, going to say. I saw it on the home okay. screen and I was like, all right, <laughs> I kinda literally had nothing better to do. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> No, literally, I think that was right before the pandemic started. I benched it all and I don't know where they're going to go with this second installment. I Am I wrong in saying that like, I thought he was like locked up or something. <laughs> I think so I saw they, something where like they let him out or something like that. Yeah, they so let I'm him out. They did another episode. I never went back and watched it. Like, didn't they go back and add another one to it? Oh, oh I think no. I do remember seeing that because mm -hmm. it showed back up in my continue watching. And I think I just kind of ignored it. But then I clicked on it one day and I was like, oh, it's actually a whole new episode. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm a big fan of, <laughs> uh, what's his name? Joe, Carol Baskin needs to go to jail. <laughs> I will die on that hill. <laughs> Right. And I feel like they're going to lean into it more because like Carol Baskin, she's doing free, she's on a cameo now, like, hey, like, 
cool cats and kittens or whatever like she's definitely <laughs> leaning into that persona more so I'm I feel like that first documentary was a little bit more raw unexpected I remember she was trying to sue people for that documentary I feel like now it's going to be like a whole different tone and I feel like that was like even though it was super goofy like how they construct the storytelling of that and all the footage they were able to capture I feel like that was amazing documentary work so I'm excited so good it was really good I definitely enjoyed it I'm excited to see what they do for the second installment of it too and then one other show that's coming back to Netflix. I don't know if you all watch this. I'm kind of like ashamed to say that I watch it, but <laughs> Big Mouth is coming back for season, I think it's season four or five. Do you all watch Big Mouth? Remember, we were living together, Brie. You got me to start watching. <laughs> so that's, I think so I watched the first two seasons. I haven't watched season three yet, but I love Big Mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. I don't really care for it. yeah it's really i don't know it's kind of like a strange concept i like how they do it and i think it's funny it's like something lighthearted to just kind of be watching in the background of things but they're coming back for a new season and these kids i don't know how they're not grown up yet but you know we'll see where they continue to to go with that series too (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but they've been in like ninth grade for five seasons now so you're right oh well Damn it. so i gotta say ogts and stuff <laughs> so <laughs> so maya i know that uh you had shared some information a little bit earlier about the super mario brother casting you want to talk a little bit more about that one yeah so they announced like the super mario brothers movie which sounds exciting but you know Sometimes I'm like, just for the past few months, I'm like, wow, they're really making a movie, but obviously people are going to go see it. It's probably going to do decent. But I know a lot of people are reacting to Chris Pratt playing Mario or doing the voice acting for Mario. And I'm like, what? Keep in mind, I love Parks and Rec. I like Chris Pratt, loved him in Guardians. But I just feel like, I just hear his voice and him trying to like impersonate this Italian accent, and I just cringe. I feel like they could have found somebody better. <laughs> what do y'all think? It's a me. <laughs> Maybe they want something that's a little bit more goofy, like someone, but I, I just felt like it could have been. I feel like Jack Black, like, gets yeah. And then, like, Seth Rogen being Donkey Kong. That makes sense to me, but Chris Pratt, nah, I don't know. Yeah, I think I don't know. a lot of this casting was done really well based off of looks. Not saying that like Jack Black looks like Bowser or anything like that. (laughs) I I just truly think that he's a really good fit. But what's her name? Anya Taylor Joy for Mm -hmm. Princess Peach, dead look alike. Um, And even like Keegan Michael Key for Toad. (laughs) I think that like I think that's a good casting. And like just off of looks alone, it'll just be interesting to see how each of them kind of leans into each of these characters because that's where you know, it's really going to make the most difference. Right. And so I'm like, I'll definitely go watch it. And granted, it's just voice. It's not like it's a, like a live action or anything, but I just felt like Chris Pratt was just like, oh gosh, they're just finding someone that's goofy and again, like looks too. So. Yeah. And for um, Netflix is doing a lot. <laughs> they announced a lot within this past week, probably because it's the end of the month and things, but 
couple other things that Netflix has been working on is they released a new trailer for Stranger Things. I'm not sure if either of you kind of have kept up on, on that series at all. I only watched the first season and I really, really liked it. I just, I didn't get back into it, but I, I'm planning on catching up so I can watch the newest season. Actually, yeah, I didn't watch the last season. Okay. So I, I need to go back. That's sweet. It was so good. No, I'm definitely going to watch this new season. It's one of, I'm not going to spoil it because you guys haven't seen it, but the promotion for this new season has really irritated me because they left the last season off on a crazy cliffhanger. But then the trailers for the new season spoiled the cliffhanger. And I, I hate when that happens. I It's my, <laughs> my biggest pet peeve for seasons that are coming back or series that are bringing back new seasons. Because if you're going to leave something off on a cliffhanger, then why promote it in the trailer? Like, <laughs> what am I going to watch it for? Because you already told me what was going to happen. And you already told me that you know, the good or bad thing isn't how it looked. So that was really irritating. And it was like pretty early in the promotion too. So it's just kind of like, we've been knowing this information for a little while now. I feel like if you if you are a Stranger Things fan, you know exactly what I'm talking about, but <laughs> it's just one of those things that there, there's been a couple of movies that have really spoiled key plot points in the trailers. And I really don't like that. But the last thing that we have from Netflix is there was a snippet released or kind of like a preview of the Kanye documentary. Do you? And yes, if you sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Greatest artist of our generation. Do Let's any of you plan to watch that? I guess <laughs> Absolutely. Does. Absolutely. Shout out to Donda. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely plan on watching just because I want to get more into this guy's head. I, I mean, I like Kanye as an artist, but let me just say I'm curious to learn more because I feel like I just kind of he's all over the place so any way that I can connect the dots with him and try to understand him better is what I'm looking forward to he's a Gemini so that's not gonna happen mm. <laughs> oh my gosh this makes so much sense <laughs> he's a Gemini you just gotta go with it <laughs> I'm weak. No, I'm definitely gonna watch the, the, the snippet itself wasn't really very telling of what they're going to cover i'm sure it's just going to be kind of a, a documentary on his life and things but i think it's kind of undeniable that kanye is a huge influence especially for our generation and things so i'm excited to watch that one too and then a couple other things in the news there are a couple of things Anthony, that you had mentioned about will smith and the harder they fall you want to talk about some of those I was going to insert since we're talking about Netflix. New Money Heist trailer, part two, dropped. <laughs> I dropped started that. Well, hopefully by the time it dropped. Well, How far are you, Maya? <laughs> Episode four of the first season, so it's not even worth talking about. <laughs> Honestly, I would if I were to ever pick that show back up, I would have to start over. I don't remember what happened. They got the, Netflix is really good with the, um, recaps. the recaps. Yeah, yeah they are. at the beginning of the first episode. Maybe I have to try that and stuff. Yeah, you got until I think it's like mid-December. That's when the, like the season two or part Dang. two, whatever, last season drops. Okay. Yeah, like what? Pretty I already much. dropped part one, and then let me wait. You know, three months. <laughs> I had I had one power to I had one power to that too with the last season. They dropped like episodes. Just give me the full season. What are you being? What are you doing that for? You being weird. Yeah, sometimes. Why are you being weird to me? 
All American did that too, but I think it was like a COVID thing, but I guess power had no excuse. I'm always curious, are you trying to like match, get closer and closer to the time period? Because Flash did that too. Like, what are you waiting on? But I don't yeah. know. This no, is Lu- the episodes. Uh, Lupin did that it. too. Mm-hmm. That uh, Lupin series on Netflix, they did that oh, too. Yeah. I hate when they do that because mm-hmm. they have leaving you off on a really big cliffhanger. So. Yeah, I can't look forward to that because it's it was hectic last episode they dropped episode five i was like whoo <laughs> i'm in here sweating so yeah disney plus has so nat geo it has a will smith i think it's like a six-part series coming so i'm looking forward to that yeah, i'm hoping it's funny i hope it's not like just like a documentary i hope it's, he's going and he's it's, i hope it's like a funny type of series i feel like will smith did such a great job like just from his social media alone like branding himself as someone who just willing to explore, try new experiences, like how you document like skydiving and all these fun things that he's doing. Um, so I feel like he's like the perfect person for, for that type of series, like exploring the world and trying things through his, I guess, lens. So I'm excited for that. And then we want to talk about the harder they fall. Matt casting. <laughs> that, I think that dropped uh, three days ago. Okay, it dropped three days ago. I think it was, it oh, this must be a second trailer because I remember there was like a teaser because I've definitely seen this before, like a few weeks ago. Um, okay, for because I, this is the first time I'm hearing a part of the fall like a couple minutes before the episode started. So we're people like me <laughs> who didn't see the first trailer give like a thirty second blurb on what this movie is about. Oh, well, I, I can't, I, it's actually, it looks like it's like cowboy era, Idris Elba, Regina King, Zazzy Beats, and I guess it's just kind of like highlighting influence of Black people of the time. Um, not exactly sure, can't pinpoint an exact time period, but it looks like it's more in like this cowboy Western era type thing, so... It looks really cool. Like, it looks like a cool concept. Anyone knows me, I love Regina King. She's my favorite actress of all time. Um, but I think the biggest head scratch, I guess, is the casting of Zazzy Beats as Stagecoach Mary. Yeah, I don't know why I did that. I, I didn't hear about it until that's why they posted the movie three days ago, and then they were posting like the um, characters, and that's when I saw they were just getting cooked on Twitter and the comments <laughs> for the Zazzy Beats. Yeah, they was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm the tweet that I saw that it was like they showed Zazzy Beats and from the, the trailer and then they showed which stagecoach Mary actually looks like. And I'm like, mm, it feels very Zoe Sodana casted for Nina Simone <laughs> type. Yeah, Netflix is good for that. Even with that, I forgot the name of that one show that was about the kid with the superpowers. Yeah, it was a little I'm black somewhere. boy. Yeah, with the superpowers, and they completely like swapped the mom, like the dark skinned mom out for a light skinned mom, and thought that nobody would notice type of thing. <laughs> Netflix is good for stuff like that, so right. unfortunate, but and thankfully Zazie's a good, like a decent actress. But I just feel like it's definitely a trend. Zendaya, no one can talk about her acting because I feel like she does great. But the whole like Amanda's. Amanda Steenberg, Laura Harriers, Yara, like it's all these like, you know, mixed women really taking a lot of space for like just women that are supposed to be just portrayed as black, not saying I'm questioning their blackness or anything, but it does feel like the industry favors more fair skinned women in these type of roles, which I feel like uh, when you just know the other potential out there, it's like, why is this happening? 
Because freaking Laura Harrier and Black Klansman, cringe. She was so horrible in that movie. <laughs> it wasn't even natural for her. Like you could have got someone who was more fire and also just felt like they fit the part a little bit more. But yeah, that's, I guess I'll stop, jump off my soapbox there. But that was a disappointing casting for me, for sure. Agreed. Well, I think that wraps up everything that we had for... Uh, news in everything streaming trailers tv and movie releases so as a little bit of a heads up for this episode we are going to be reviewing nine perfect strangers this series can be found on hulu if you haven't watched it yet so spoiler alert we will be talking about you know the different characters and different plot points within the episode from this point forward Check the episode description if you want to, you know, jump back into the episode at, you know, once we're actually done talking about the series. But as always, that information is in the description. So before we get into kind of our thoughts on the series, Aunt or Maya, do one of you want to just give like a 30 second, one minute blurb about what this series was about? Kind of hard. Nine perfect strangers. Um... <laughs> So pretty much you have nine, it's like nine strangers uh, from like different backgrounds and they go to this retreat for 10 days and then you have this lady and she's like just weird. Leader. Was there other staff? I don't actually not think about it. Was it just like them three? Yeah, yeah. there's randomly four. Before the bubbles that I'm like, are you like a staff member? Where'd you get <laughs> um, yeah, I think, think there's four. Yeah, because the one girl at the end of the series when they thought they were burning her. So yeah, it was like four of them. So we're in a whole retreat. That's crazy. But yeah, they go to this retreat. It's a slow burner, and there's like a lot of kind of like suspense because like he, uh, especially like the first probably like six episodes, they just kind of like you feel like something's happening, but like it's just like a lot of interaction. But yeah, that's a nice, nice little summary of it. My opportunity to go to resort to figure out their issues. Okay, so how did y'all feel about the series? Did you like it? Was it? Did you have passed on it? Let me hear your thoughts. I ended up liking it. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely loved it. <laughs> I think it was so unique because like you said, and there was like a slow burn and you kind of like felt like something was building up and kind of like this, kind of like this feeling of dread. And then kind of like how everything, we'll obviously talk about it later, but like how everything concluded, it was so refreshing and you weren't really expecting it. Um, so like for me, I love murder mysteries. Um, I think I talked about that in the first episode. So it's like kind of expecting some sort of murder mystery, but kind of getting like this refreshing, different take. It was satisfying for me. And I think the acting was absolutely superb. Everyone's acting was so on point. And Bri, I know you love Knives Out. I think you said it was like your favorite movie, one of them. Yes. Napoleon. Oh my God. He bodied that role. So good. <laughs> so, good. so yeah, I loved it. <laughs> How about you, Bria? No, I really loved this show too. I'm not going to lie. I loved the beginning and then in the middle, I was just kind of like, you know, where are we going? I really love shows where there's multiple different characters and they all have a backstory and it kind of like dives into each and you're trying to figure out where is everyone's background and what, why are they here type of thing. So I really liked it from that perspective. The middle, I was just a little confused because there were some things that, you know, if I were in that situation, I would have done a little bit differently. And we can talk about that a little bit later <laughs> as well. But I overall really enjoyed the show. I think that the characters were really good and they all came from really different places and you really got to see, 
each of them and the, you know, different activities that they did or, you know, I don't want to call them challenges because that's not what they were, but <laughs> the like counseling sessions and things you got to really dive into each of the characters, learn a little bit more about them and then see how all of that reflects onto the larger group. So I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, shout out to my girl, Regina Hall. I love her. <laughs> she she, she uh, filled that role. She did. Uh, <laughs> she yeah she pre- played crazy little too well <laughs> I, uh, I, I can't believe she's 50 i might be into that I'm like what the heck is she 50 they look good like her one day <laughs> but uh right she is 50 i'm like uh i think somebody posted her birthday and i was like never she 50 <laughs> black does not cry right <laughs> so was there a character that y'all connected with was that a character that i connected with Come back to me. Let me think of all. Let's go through all the characters. So I think that might help. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So we got Masha. We got the the head honcho. <laughs> okay, man. She is just. I loved her and. Uh, oh, uh, pr- pretty little lies yeah. or uh, pretty little. Wait, no, not pretty. No, little. I know what you're talking about. Big little lies. Big little lies. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah. On HBO. Yeah, and so I feel like she plays like the whole rich white woman who's kind of different, like really well. <laughs> But I think, oh my God, I, I loved her character. And I think, is she supposed to be like Russian? Um, and I think she played it really well. All right. Then we have Jessica, who is the Black dude's girlfriend or wife. wife. Yeah. I, I liked her a lot. I felt like her and Ben, her husband, did not get enough screen time. Yeah. I felt like they, they were kind of like the afterthought. Like they did all this great characterization with everyone else. And I just felt like, they didn't get enough screen time, but I really liked her character. I d- definitely felt a little cliche. Oh, like the pretty girl who just obsessed about her looks. But I felt like they did it in a way that it was a little bit different. Yeah. What do you think, Bria, about her? I really liked one. Them as a couple, but I also felt that they did get enough screen time, especially because they overall were the most relatable to our age group. Mm -hmm. um like as far as you know being obsessed with social media and having like like one in the fancy cars and all of that kind of stuff I feel like that particular couple was most relatable to our age group and I would have kind of loved to see a little bit more of that and at first I don't know you know of course when the cast is mostly white and you see a couple black characters you're like I'm gonna root for you throughout (laughs) so that was it was really cool to just kind of see the substance around him as a character and you know learn a little bit more about them too yeah and he was fine ben was fine i'm not even like really into like he looks like just a typical pretty boy like but he was fine like the way he spoke like his mannerisms was like oh i can't stop looking at him but and he had money he won the lottery <laughs> 22 million i think like that was interesting too because i it was kind of refreshing to me because like I'm like oh gosh what is his um story about to be like lost a family member like you know the stereotypical vices they give black men so it's like oh his whole thing was just about purpose and not feeling like he had purpose he had money but like what what else so I really like that part of the character because I feel like we never really I don't know you know black men are always pl- plagued with a bunch of struggle and series so i i like that they took that that perspective for him 
Yes, yeah, I was gonna say that. So took my answer. That's what I was gonna say. I like, and then even at the end when they talked about how you just wanted everybody to work mm-hmm. um, and stuff, I really like that. Mm-hmm. I like that scene with Jessica as well in the bathroom, and they had her nose fall off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, it's on your face. That was so. <laughs> All right. Next up, we got Francis, who was the author. She's the one that I most aligned with. I love Melissa McCarthy. I think yeah. she was so great. And I felt, and I think obviously she's one of the characters they went a little bit deeper into her life. And I think why I relate to her so much, because like she's an author of like romance books, which I read a ton of. And so like her whole life is about like this fantasy that she's thinking of in her head because like her reality was something that she constantly wanted to change and she wasn't very present. Um, and her whole, like her worth was tied to these fantasy romance books. And so like when they ended it where she's actually writing about like what's in front of her, I'm like, oh, that is so great. So um, yeah, I definitely connected with her character. Yeah, there's there's not many shows or films that I don't like Melissa McCarthy in, if I'm being completely honest. <laughs> At the beginning of this, or what, the series, I was just kind of like, mm, I wonder what they have her playing because it was when she didn't get her book and she was being, you know, super rude about, or super rude to, what was his name, uh, Tony, mm-hmm. that tried to come and help her and all that. So it's like, oh, I hope this isn't the <laughs> one where, you know, she kind of breaks her streak with me, but um, I really liked how they dug into her story a little bit more and, you know, the whole catfish story, the scene where she was like knocked out with her face in the food, <laughs> like it seemed so real. So I was like, oh, like he actually really did care about her. But, you know, of course it was the drugs and all of that. That was a cool little twist because I really thought it was gonna like go somewhere and she'd be like all right have fun at this retreat (laughs) (laughs) and peace out but we got to kind of get some background on her too that was crazy 100 i think they said 126 thousand dollars she sent him like that shows how much of a fantasy world she was living in yeah like you just put the story in your head and clearly you were just trying to you were just getting scammed that was crazy but yeah i totally agree there all right next we have tony who was the Former football player. I I mean, literally all these characters I love, they did such a good job like with his flashbacks and I would trying to piece together like what his deal was and then you kind of understand like, oh, he's this person with like this fame, but like, again, like it's another thing kind of like Ben like trying to find purpose. Okay, his quote unquote prime has passed, all these injuries, he had all these insecurities which affected like his relationships with his daughters, his, I guess, ex-wife. It's kind of just interesting because I guess he could have been looked at as the person who had it all. Like, why are you even here? So I think they did a good job like portraying that and like not really thinking like, oh, why is he here? Like, what what's his story? That you really kind of felt his pain during those flashbacks, which I think was really good with his characterization. And you also have to see him develop a little bit more as well because he started off really caring you know stopping for uh Francis when she was kind of having her nervous break outside of the car and stuff like that but he was also very closed off too and then at the end of the series you kind of saw that it was a little bit of a 180 because you know he was still really caring but he was just much more open and willing to put himself out there too so I really liked how how they had his character develop throughout the show too 
but especially like his drug abuse and it was funny because like when he like walked away from granted he was being drugged in another way (laughs) but like it was when he kind of like let go of some of those addictive behaviors kind of like what where did life take him then which is cool how'd you like his character aunt he was one of the the characters i cared about least really him and francis i was just like all right they just want to they better find love i don't care about them (laughs) 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 the people i'm gonna bring up next and then also melvin with people and then carmel were my favorites so i like those parts of the story the most the love story part i was like all right (laughs) um so that being said going to the next part which i feel like was like the main chunk of the story we're going to do all three of them together the family so that's heather napoleon and zoe the daughter and so they were the ones that were struggling because they lost for the parents their son and their sister so we don't think about them i'll just say that i completely predicted their storyline like as far as the son and brother son slash brother committing suicide just because the way that they were kind of talking about him they were kind of tiptoeing around yeah, like they two, just said like he stopped living and yeah, stuff like that yeah. yeah i didn't i've never really heard anyone refer to it like that so i kind of predicted that's where that storyline was going it was so interesting to kind of see how each of them throughout the entire series took on some of that blame in some way like whether it was the sister like oh we didn't really mess with each other like that we weren't that close or the mom you know not reading the pillbox or the dad if I had just gotten up, like when my alarm clock had went off the first time, this wouldn't have happened. So it was really cool to be able to see them to kind of go through this journey together and start to heal, if anything, for the good of the daughter, because if anything, she needed it the most. So, right. I mean, even at a point, like they had some, the mom and dad were like, especially like after they had that both saw them and they brought up the, it was the, she didn't read the box or the, the inhaler. Um, he was just kind of like, yeah, I don't know if I can like forgive her for that. Like, he really wanted to blame her, but then towards the end, like they were, they had that final kind of meeting with him. He was just like, yeah, it's not anybody, nobody's fault. Mm-hmm. Get over it. Trying to, trying to move on. <laughs> I like, I like that they said the the alarm is the timer for them to stop mourning his mm-hmm. death. I like that how they said yeah, put that, that line in there. Cool. Yeah, it was, it was so crazy to think because I'm feeling like after we found out like. Masha's background and how she was just basically trying to conjure up her daughter. We'll get to that too, because that's that last scene was kind of fried, but um, <laughs> it <laughs> like, was. So you're on drugs, driving a Lamborghini, and your daughter's like, okay, anyway. <laughs> but like seeing, I was like, just I'm thinking, like, oh gosh, they're about to die, like the whole family, because it's like she's trying to experiment with them and the drugs, and just seeing that beautiful moment happen. I wasn't expecting it. So when it happened, it was so beautiful. And it's just like, I know this is obviously pseudoscience and granted, I never tried any psychedelics myself. And even if I did, I wouldn't admit it on this podcast. <laughs> but like the fact that all three of them can see him in the same state, like that is crazy. I'm like, yeah. how are you all on like psychedelics and you see and hear the same person? Like, oh, that like, it was kind of a mind fuck, but that was yeah. a really cool scene. I wonder if that's something, and this is, not really off topic, but I wonder if that would happen in real life. Like if it was three people with like a common experience, mm-hmm. is that normal? I too have never taken any psychedelics. <laughs> <And> I, um, <laughs> yeah, also would not admit it if so, but 
Um, I don't know. Like, is that normal or is that just kind of a stretch for the show? I'd be interested to learn more. About I have it. heard of it. I, th- I think really? I've heard of it. Heard of it that feels like magic. Like, how are y'all's yeah. brains on the same wavelength? Like, seeing this, yeah, but maybe it is. Shoot, I'm not even gonna lie. This this series made me very curious, <laughs> even though it's very dramatized. All right, so next we're gonna do these two together as well. We have the uh, pretty much the staff. So we have Yao and Delilah. Yao, I just want to say I don't know if any of you have watched The Good Place. I started it. I so kind of watching him transform from The Good Place, and I'm sure he's played in other things, but not really that I've seen him in. Watching his character in The Good Place be this like super ditzy, doesn't know anything, like dummy <laughs> in The Good Place, and then transformed into this character where he was just kind of like really knowledgeable about how everything was supposed to work, the science behind stuff. I thought that was really cool just to kind of see him as an actor be so multidimensional almost. And it it sounds really dramatic, but if you've seen The Good Place, he's an absolute idiot in that show. So it's complete different sides of the spectrum. So that was very cool for me to see too. Yeah, I mean, gosh, that jawline, I couldn't stop staring at it. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> Yeah, I think their dynamic between Yao and Delilah is interesting. I was like, I like both of their characters. I'm like, that one scene when they're like, are they having sex? Are you doing some like <laughs> spiritual stuff over their bo- each other's bodies? I'm like, that was wow, strange. That's a really deep connection. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, what really got me with Delilah's character is like, okay, you recognize that she like masha is kind of playing with fire playing with these people's lives trying to like experiment with drug doses you knew she was about to meet with them but you go drive the police like <laughs> aren't you gonna tell them like hey she's drugging you like give a warning like that was a part of the like i didn't you felt so strongly about it you didn't even give people a warning like that was weird to me yeah. but i love her she was in little fires everywhere mm-hmm. she played like the younger version of carrie washington she's definitely an actress that i'm going to be looking like I feel like she's going to be on the come up and she's going to be huge like in the next like year or two so and with weight like huge roles so I'm excited for it I loved her character just like a little bit of a sidebar apparently she's also in shy which I haven't watched yet but she's in that series and one other series that she was in and I really enjoyed her and was called hunters on amazon prime Mm -hmm. it's essentially like a group of nazi hunters that are like hunting nazis in america Mm-hmm. she was fire in that show so if you want to see more of her those are two places you can go nice. i gotta add that on my watch list and lastly got my girl carmel well and lars too we got lars oh yeah lars mm-hmm. okay, about him. Oh, okay, okay. let's do lars first so can yeah see you do lars first yeah carmel. i don't understand him huh i don't know how much i don't understand him he was just he was an op for real <laughs> <laughs> yeah he was, he was just recording stuff taking notes yeah i did like his friendship with kind of uh with uh, zoe though yeah and i like this friendship too with carmel at least trying to console her and like he was definitely the type like the person who was trying to like comfort he was very defensive but he was trying to comfort other people majority of the series so that was cool and i loved at the end where you kind of like just see him and like his boyfriend slash husband i think his baby and then like seeing like he was able to write this amazing story about the whole tranquilum experience like oh that was so cool to watch um but yeah he was 
he was a cool character, but like you said, Anne, I feel like there wasn't much to him in terms yeah. of plot points. I wasn't really expecting the whole investigative journalist twist, I will say. I don't really know what I was expecting out of his character. You know, at the beginning, he got the text like, oh, you're such a narcissist. Like, it was like, okay, clearly angry ex, if anything, mm-hmm. that's, you know, the direction I'm going. But I wasn't really expecting the whole investigative journalist thing. I will say, you know, he kind of got his you know, moment of shine when he, you know, let everybody know what was going on and <laughs> was mm-hmm. like, oh, last time someone did this, you know, they died, but the family still went through with it. So it was just kind of like, eh, he wasn't really much of a savior. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, whatever. But And it was interesting. He decided not to keep recording. He was like, that's none of my business. I'm like, that was kind of cool. Like, yeah, you just mm. let them have that moment. Right. So your favorite character, Ant. <laughs> now we have Carmel. <laughs> that, when she took that contact out I was done <laughs> <It> was weak <laughs> I'm like because I'm like what do they keep because I'm like sometimes when they give people like distinct when they kept going to those flashbacks of um, Masha getting shot I'm like mm-hmm. okay this is going to be somebody significant because they gave him such a distinct feature with that eye and I never I, I never thought like that it was going to be her. And also, like, when she was getting threats, I'm like, oh, Carmel, I'm so used to murder mysteries. Carmel was too easy. Like, who yeah. was giving these death threats? And, like, so I was, it was very surprising to find it all be her. And, I mean, she did a really good job, like, acting that part. But I felt like we never saw, like, a resolution. I felt like everyone had, like, a moment of clarity. She was crazy up until the point we saw her. <laughs> and then she's like, like they do that like oh she's so normal now like at the end like oh she's like figured out her stuff I mean she had that flashback with her daughters that made her happy but did you were y'all confused about that too like what was her resolution I don't think I, think her I don't think that she got one <laughs> <laughs> I think her resolution was beating her up <laughs> no I don't really think that she got one at first I'm not gonna lie I was just kind of like why is this girl like why do they have her playing someone so weird within this cast like i can't remember what exactly the scene was but it was when i think it was theodore was like singing or dancing or something and she was just geeked like, <laughs> just, like i was like why do they have her playing this but she played it so well and i think that kind of the background behind you know why she acted the way that she acted and the story about like her husband and um, even like the insecurities that came out with I forgot her name already. Oh, um, Jessica, yeah. Jessica, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and how that kind of reflected with her relationships and um, you know, how she saw younger women in the lens of her husband and all of that. Uh she you're very right. I don't think she got much of a resolution, but I definitely was not <laughs> expecting that plot twist either. Because I was just kind of like, <laughs> she took that eye out. I was like, what? <laughs> she was like, used to be a good makeup artist too. I'm like, yeah, now that you did, now that you just add prosthetics to your face. Like... <laughs> I was very thumb. I did not expect her to, to be hers. I was yeah. like, I thought it was going to be Lars, to be honest. I thought so too. Threats. Oh, really? Yeah. And I, did that I was like, all right, that makes sense. <laughs> it was, well, I was like, that scene where she was like, I know why you're here because I had an affair with your husband. I was like, well, <laughs> see me. But <laughs> like the fact that she just said that so casually, I was not expecting it. But in hindsight, oh, like, she did say that. Just like, oh, yeah, you know, I did yeah, it. I did <laughs> it was me. Story. Yeah. Like, 
crazy. So I'm like, with Masha, did her daughter pass before she got shot? Like, is that why she became career obsessed? Yes. Or I thought so. Like, I thought her daughter passed and then she became career obsessed. Then she got shot, which is how she did Chamberlain. I think that's the timeline. Mm -hmm. So so many amazing characters. (laughs) Right. Oh, how'd y'all feel when Marsha did when she did admit it and she was just kind of like, yeah, I just I just find men that are married, so I just don't have to worry about anything. (laughs) (laughs) How did did you as as women um feel about that? (laughs) I mean, it makes sense. Like if she has commitment and she doesn't want anyone to find commitment with. So it's like if you're going after married men, they're gonna try to be all hush hush, secretive, not make anything permanent. So I mean, I guess she that made sense for her. I mean, obviously it's fucked up, but she was kind of fucked up in the head. So, I mean, I wasn't really expecting much in terms of like morality there. <laughs> no, the logic makes sense, but it's also like hell of niggas out here who are on the same thing, like that aren't married. So <laughs> um, I feel like there's an entire pool of unmarried men that he, she could have chosen from, but mm-hmm. neither here nor there. So <laughs> that's why I thought you easily could have found a, a better solution to your issue right right so when like she got beat up i was like huh? i know that coming i was that's how, like, yeah deserved. that's how i feel about all people that cheat and when people come out with stories and they be like they house got caught on fire or something like that i'd be like i'd be like Sucks. dang then they'd, they'd, they'd be like well you cheated and i'd be like well, well. <laughs> Sucks, you know. <laughs> Do better next time. <laughs> cause, cause and effect. You know right? Third grade. So, but yeah, damn, not arson though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was kind of a, a drastic. <laughs> you deserved it. <laughs> I mean, that's really anything. Mm-hmm. If you get hit with a bat, if they put you, she put you in the uh, hospital, the ER. I'm gonna say, hey man, cause and effect. You just you didn't have to cheat. <laughs> That's crazy coming from a guy, but now you're in the ER because of you know quick little three minutes. Was it okay? It? Quick caveat: the show does not <laughs> recommend arson, violence, or anything of the sort. Oh, I don't condone <laughs> it. I don't condone it. However, when it happens, I don't have any sympathy. I don't have any sympathy. <laughs> I'd be like, well, you, you reap what you sow. Yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> That's funny. All right. So going back to the the whole topic of psychedelics, y'all kind of touched on it before. Um, kind of, would y'all take a substance to bring someone back from your past? Not from your past, but it can be anybody really. I would say, like, if there, were, I feel like I, if I had unresolved something that was unresolved with someone potentially, like if I haven't healed from it, but it wouldn't be like Masha with her daughter in the car on psychedelics, driving a Lamborghini on a cliff. Like that just <laughs> make no sense. Like how is she even driving like that? But anyway, like it maybe if it's just for resolution purposes and it's like a one-time thing, maybe, but I can't, yeah. It would have to be something unresolved. It's like, oh, like if it was someone that I just missed, I felt like that would probably cause more like caused me to be more fucked up, you know? So I would just say only if it was someone I had unresolved things with. Yeah, no, I, I feel like I feel kind of the same way. Psychedelics, I'm not gonna lie, they don't really feel like 
my thing in particular just because I know myself <laughs> and you know how I get type of thing but if it there's a really thin line between you know wanting to experience something or someone again and needing to heal from it and I think that's kind of touching to Maya's point and it's like if you have unresolved things and you need to have a conversation like they had in Nine Perfect Strangers to be able to start that healing then by all means but if you just need to think if everything is resolved and you have the closure that you need opening that door again probably isn't something that I would probably want to do because it would just you know restart that process from square one so for me I also bunch of tickets have a concert. We all gonna take these psychedelics, and we are gonna bring Michael Jackson back. <laughs> Go have a good night. Watch the red table talk with his daughter. I'm like, I only last. Oh really? I know there was one of those. Yeah, it was. It's a red couch. It is just with Willow. I'm like, oh god. <laughs> but it was, it was a good episode, though. That's a fire a business idea. Y'all sleep. <laughs> you know what? People were paid to see Michael Jackson. Not they a, already they already trying to make them um not virtual reality. A hologram. A hologram, yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I can do uh you can make that work. Everything. If you could make it happen, I would pay for it. <laughs> Between me I'm and do, <laughs> I'm gonna do a meet and greets and it's gonna be taking people taking a picture, it's gonna be done by themselves. <laughs> <laughs> like this one who's like a strong connection. <laughs> But I would definitely not you not you get home and you're you finally get off the drugs and you look at the picture. It's like you recorded at the concert, no one's nobody on stage. Lights it's the lights off too. You're just in the dark. Oh, that is fried. (laughs) Oh my god, that's funny. All right, so that's uh, we're gonna move on to the next section now. What oh, wait, 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 one, one more thing, one more thing. What you, what you got for us? I just got a question because we didn't react to it. Jessica and Ben being the leaders of Tranquillum, I felt like that was I was not expecting. That. Oh, yeah, yeah, they could have done something uh, else. And I remember like Ben saying, like, Oh, like I miss having a job where I'm meeting new people, and I'm like, Okay, so like looking back, like that makes sense, and then. Jessica not like wearing makeup or whatever, but they didn't, they weren't even the strongest characters for them that passed, like carry on that torch. It just didn't make sense to me. No. Yeah, Jessica a- also said she wanted to be a boss. So maybe if they do it, they're probably doing my own business and dive, dive more into that. Yeah. Which is why I feel like maybe they didn't give them like a lot of uh, screen time this season because they'll probably have like a most of the screen time next season. Oh, I didn't even think about a second season. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, I didn't either. Yeah. You think it will keep going through? I can see it. Maybe. Yeah, it would have to be just a very different structured show. Yeah. I agree. Maybe, yeah. I feel like I would enjoy it if Jessica and Ben were the main characters the second time around because they, I don't think they got enough justice this season either. All right. Now you finish happens, whatever everyone else is watching. (laughs) I think there's a, uh, this should be a number one thing that everybody's watching. It's like the hot topic right now. 
Oh, uh, Squid Game. Squid Game. <laughs> oh, I haven't Squid started game. it yet. Literally the first person asleep. talking about that. Now I hear it everywhere. My sister binged it. And she said it's like the best show ever. So my roommate just started home. watching it. She just started watching it like a couple of hours ago, and she said it's really good, but it's intense. See, it like I have a question for you, Aunt. As someone who has a hard time stomach stomaching Black Mirror. Um, I remember the three percent. I didn't like that show. Like those types of like game, like escape room, those game till you die with like stakes type thing. Like, would you think I would enjoy it? Because honestly, it was really fucked up after Black Mirror. I'm not gonna lie. I would say no. Then. <laughs> <laughs> really? Um. Yeah, that's not like, like not such a drama because it's it's very good at what it does and what it's for. So. Okay. Well, I, I'm gonna try to steal, wow, then. but I'm <laughs> skeptical. <laughs> Which what part of Black I, Mirror I didn't you it. like? I mean, it was a good show. That's the thing I appreciated because it's like exploring things that feel very real. But like that that White Christmas episode, oh, when I say I had bad dreams for like a month straight. No, that one actually messed me up because you know certain things about tech and future they don't really bother me, but time and like loops of time and like eternity of time that really messes with my head yes. so that one that one actually really messed with me for a little bit and the fact that like a second was like 50 years for him was like okay <laughs> i couldn't i couldn't i bet you it. got fucked up from that san junipero episode too like which one was that the one with um goo goo and bathara like the she can decide to be in like this fantasy world for the rest of your life, like the little chip that goes to. Oh the yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm like, yeah. So <laughs> that's why I'm hesitant because I knew everyone's like, like one of my friends described it as Black Mirror meets Saw type thing. I'm like, hmm. Yeah, but you have a. I wouldn't describe <laughs> it. I would not describe it like that. <laughs> it's just I would say it's more it's more escape room. Escape room, not Saw. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Um, it's, it's survival. I want to say Saul. Mm-hmm. I don't like to say that. Hey, Wally. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard. I heard it's, it gives very much so three percent. If you've ever seen that series, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. I just I just started watching that, and it's a lot closer to that. Okay. Also, there's another very similar show called Alice in Borderland on Netflix as well, which is also really good, and that's. Mm-hmm very similar as well it's about survival um it's a little bit different um because it's not like voluntary it's kind of get like thrown into it mm-hmm. um but that's another like really good series i'm kind of sick because i think that came out a couple months ago and now for both i have to wait for a season two to get about it because <laughs> mm-hmm. that is one this... also is like they they get to the end mm, damn <laughs> Is this um are both of those series in English natively or no? Let me speak on that. I hate Netflix voiceovers so much. Oh yeah, they all I always sound watch, the same. Yeah, I always watch in the normal mm. language and then just kind of read the subtitles, which is why I'm. It takes a lot out of me to watch stuff that's not in English. Right, you have to pay attention. Yeah, I try to multitask, um, so I just power through it. But all voiceovers on Netflix sound the same, and I hate it. <laughs> but who's ever doing those voiceovers is eating for sure. He's yeah. getting every single bag. Getting paid. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. So if you're interested in this game, if you already watched it, 
I recommend again Alice in Borderland. There's also Sweet Home um, and Extracurricular, which aren't the last two aren't the same. Sweet Home is like zombies. Extracurricular is like just regular people drama. But a lot, all other Korean shows on there are fire. They are carrying Netflix right now as far as like consistency of like good shows. <laughs> They got, they got Netflix on their back. Oh, nice. I got to check it out <laughs> because I love Korean film. So I got to I gotta tap into that. So what I haven't been watching a lot. I've been obviously watching What If Week After Week. Um, I just finished the New York Times. They had an episode for controlling, it's called Controlling Britney Spears. And it was really informative. I felt like the storytelling was all over the place, especially given it was New York Times. But you could tell they kind of had limited information to go off of, but it was very informative if people are like Britney Spears fans and they want to understand like what conservatorship is. I felt like it was very shocking and understand like this is this woman's life and how she's controlled by her father, her finances, the food she ate, no privacy. But I still felt like it was very all over the place. But overall, I enjoyed it. And I would recommend it if, if people want to learn more about, about, about Britney Spears, I guess. Yeah, I saw that one that Hulu put out too. It was definitely very informative. I didn't even know what the conservatorship was until I watched that. And I definitely didn't know that Britney Spears was under one. So it's extremely crazy, you know, how the, you know, break that she had happened so long ago. And ever Mm -hmm. since then, she's just been under so much control. But I mean, I've been seeing a lot of stuff in the news and it seems as though she's making steps in the right direction to be free from all of that. And then I think Netflix, I got a notification today that their documentary actually just hit Netflix. So I might, uh huh. So this, yeah, there's going to be another one. Like, oh, we should be out before the other one. Right. Right. Who can go first? So I'll probably watch theirs so I can, you know, kind of compare. I'm not going to lie, Netflix does a really good job on documentaries. They're usually like, they're usually very good at it. So Mm -hmm. definitely want to watch theirs and see if storytelling is a little bit better and Mm -hmm. stuff like that and if they were able to get some exclusives or anything like that right and it was like I'm I'm just so embarrassed by this but I remember everyone like because I try to follow the story and I but I remember everyone's like fuck Jamie Spears and I'm thinking like Jamie Lynn Spears her sister so I'm thinking her sister's the one who's like been fucking her over and I knew her dad was involved too but no her dad is named Jamie Spears so it's (laughs) not Jamie Spears yeah I, I think so there was about that. <laughs> I think there was a period in time where um, Brittany had like tweeted something about Jamie Lynn too, and so everyone oh. kind of turned on her. Oh, um, okay. Something about like she never stuck up for Brittany or like helped her or anything like that. So it was like this big Twitter battle or something like that. Oh. Um, it was interesting, but yeah, yeah. Well, I guess fuck both Brit or both Jamies then. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because you got Zoe one on one canceled. Man. <laughs> oh my gosh. I wanted one of those mopeds so bad. I wanted to go to boarding school. So bad. I wanted I a moped. <laughs> it was on Pepperdine's campus. I'm like, oh my God, it's gorgeous. Malibu. So nice. Right? Literally like. Little did I know boarding school probably don't look like that. <laughs> <laughs> so what I've been watching, I haven't been watching a ton. But a couple of things that have been on my radar, Only Murders in the Building, that's also on Hulu. I'm only about three episodes into that series, but it is so good. Just a little bit of the premise. Um, It's about three people who are living in a New York apartment, and they're all obsessed with this 
murder podcast and they somehow get you know united after a murder happens in their building and they kind of take it upon themselves to solve it and start a podcast of their own that um you know really details all the different clues that they can figure out who is the murderer in the building um so it's done really well in my opinion i'm definitely would be one of those people who's like listening to the murder podcast so I was like oh I can relate um but (laughs) I really like the series so far I haven't seen Selena Gomez act in a long time and I feel like you know they kind of have her as like the the edgy mysterious character so I'm interested to kind of see a little bit more of how that develops too and see you know what she's hiding but we'll get there and then the only other thing I haven't got in around to watching it because I have a really it's not a bad or a good habit but I have a habit of saving all these episodes so I can sit down and binge it all at once but Law and Order SVU came back on Thursday (laughs) so um that came back I'm really excited for this new season a lot of people are like Law and Order is the same thing over and over again and I don't care you know (laughs) I don't care it's it's a really good series um I have seen pretty much all the episodes at least twice and they will have a forever fan in me so Mm -hmm. um definitely glad that that series is back and I'm probably gonna wait like a month or so so that I can sit down one weekend and watch like five episodes in a row and have a great Saturday so I'm excited (laughs) for that (laughs) That song, oh my gosh, I forgot that yeah, there's a new season. Cause I saw I followed the Twitter account and I'm like, oh, there's some of these teasers. I'm like, yeah, I gotta, I gotta catch up. <laughs> right. They have like a spinoff now for what was Help the one? Me. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, came organized back. crime. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I was excited about that, you know, last season. Like hearing that, oh, you know he's coming back and all but you know I haven't seen organized crime but he also was a questionable cop so we'll see <laughs> we'll see if he's grown any or you know takes any heed to all these you know black lives matter racial justice conversations that are happening but yeah. <laughs> we'll see how that goes um, exactly but yeah that's all I've been watching have I been watching uh I think it just ended actually we got watching the, the last season of the Power series, Kanan. Yes. Well, Bria, I know you've been trying to. I have not watched <laughs> um, the finale. But... I have not watched the finale. And for everyone who's listening and wants to know why I have not watched the finale, it's because out of the kindness of my heart, I gave Anthony and two of my other <laughs> friends, Demario and Keon, my stars password. And one of them or their girlfriend or whatever girls that they be talking to are on my account and they continuously watch the new episodes under my profile instead of the guest profile. And stars does not have like a start over button or anything like that. So I have to sit there and rewind it with my eyes closed. (laughs) It's just a whole chore and I don't like doing it. So I haven't seen the finale yet. No, I haven't. But carry on. See, so in my defense, I have not watched. I watched like literally five minutes of the first episode. And that was it. I was like, I don't care about this. I haven't checked for it since. So it's not me. I also double checked my profiles on my phone, my iPad. 
um, and my TV. I'm on all are on the guest immediately uploads uh, opens to the guest thing. Um, <laughs> I only watch movies on stars, so it's not me. I also don't have yeah. a girlfriend. <laughs> So if anybody's interested, DM me. (laughs) (laughs) I'll do some investigative research. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Uh, See, I don't watch any of the Power series at all. But I saw... What? Wow. At all? No, hold on. Time out. out, Yeah, wait. We need to go back to that. Nothing? Not just going to skip over that. Okay, at first, like, my, my ex would watch him. Like, I watched one season. I think it was the fifth season or something like that. So I watched a few episodes but i i don't know i'm like i'm sick of seeing black men as a drug dealer i'm like i just don't have to but i heard the drama's really good i just feel like i'm so far behind to like start that i'm like i'm just not going to commit to it but i saw this tweet that was so funny i said they said 50 cent is creating a marvel universe for drug dealers oh yeah, i saw that <laughs> <laughs> i felt lost because i had no idea that they had like this other like all these spin-off series like yeah. what the heck and they so, just dropped BMF. I'm not gonna watch that either. Really? Power is that is, related yeah, to power? What's no? BMF? Oh, okay. I think that's probably 50 Cent. Yeah, it is. So, he just had a whole launch yeah. party in um, Atlanta. It's this series. I don't really know much about it, so I'm not gonna speak much on it. But I think it's like a crime family. Black mm-hmm. mafia family. Yeah, it's like uh, a. I was gonna say mafia, but I didn't want to just throw that word. Dude from All American is in it. Is that it's on Hulu? Uh, I don't watch All American. What's his name? Uh, if I'm Da Vinci. There was in it. Yeah, Da Vinci. He's in it. Okay, so that's what I'm thinking of. Okay, that's mm-hmm. funny. Is I just sometimes it's like the drama series where it's like never ending. I don't know. I may give it a try, but I feel like I'm too far behind now. To try to catch up I'm, I'm good with like these little one seasoners like nine perfect strangers like mm-hmm. i can catch up with that but i'm already starting desperate housewives and i feel like there's so many episodes i have to go so we'll see maybe yeah, change, <laughs> yeah it says black um bmf is a series about the black mafia family which is a drug trafficking and money laundering oh money laundering organization in the united states so yeah we'll see how that that goes um but he just had a whole launch party in atlanta it was like a launch party slash concert slash screening type of thing i had a friend who was there so she said it was fun but we'll see i'll probably watch an episode or two see if it's worth getting into yeah i heard cash dolls in it so um cash doll (laughs) (laughs) you tapped it because of that aunt (laughs) yes (laughs) That's oh, it's cool. They have uh, Lala in this one too. I didn't know they were. Okay, I don't want to happen anymore. I don't like her. What Lala do to you? Yeah. Not act well. <laughs> Are you sure Cash Doll's in this? I don't see her. I see people tweeting about it. Uh-oh. She okay. might be like uh, like one episode. She might not be listed like on like the main cast list. Gotcha. Okay, that makes sense. All right, so do you all have a, a, a favorite streaming service of the month? Out of everything you watched, I'd have to go with Hulu, and that's just because a lot of the stuff that I've been watching has been Hulu originals, like obviously Nine Perfect Strangers and Movies in the Building. But I feel like since I've been doing a lot of homework, I've been using TV shows and movies as background noise, and so 
there's like so many shows on there and cartoons and things that I keep up with like Bob's Burgers and Family Guy and Rick and Morty is still on there. Modern Family is on there. I use that for background noise all the time. So I'll probably just go with Hulu just because they have had some really good originals this month, but also I've been able to watch things that I can just kind of play in the background and get some laughs and stuff from all of that too. Nice. I, I definitely feel like Hulu has been a challenger. I typically don't watch Hulu, but obviously Nine Perfect Strangers and like just catching up on some shows that I know I'm not going to find anywhere else. But I think my number one is still going to be Disney Plus because I've been really enjoying the What If series like every week. I may stay up till 3 a.m. to catch the newest episode <laughs> tonight, but I just I'm so obsessed. And like when they drop the Assembled like, I think next month they're going to be dropping the Black Widow assemble, like the behind the scenes of the movies. Oh, mm-hmm. And then randomly, I started catching up on Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. Like, I'm almost done watching everything they have on Disney+. Plus. So I've saved me, like, <laughs> like, the things like background. I've been doing a lot of, like, work without, like, meetings and stuff. So just having it on the background, like, that nostalgia I've been tapping into. But more on, like, the Disney side. So mm-hmm. it's been serving me pretty well. I'm looking forward to, to uh, tonight's uh, What If. Yeah, me too. That cliffhanger last week, I was like, whoa, I didn't think they were going to continue it because they didn't continue the other two. Up yeah, they usually don't. So yeah, I, I was going to if... say, I didn't, I didn't think they were connected. Yeah, they're, none of them are, so okay. but maybe it's, you know, I guess Ultron Vision combined. I don't know. We'll see. I'm ready for gotcha. it. I'll be up at 3 a.m. watching it. Press and play right at th- 3 o'clock. Mm. Must be nice. I, I gotta be. Not, I have eight thirty a.m. classes every day of the week. Isn't that crazy? crazy? That is sucks. Oh my gosh, is oh, it virtual? Nah. You actually was, no. I gotta be on campus. Eight thirty sharp. So. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you gotta get to sleep. <laughs> I know it's only this semester though, and then I get to choose my own classes. So mm-hmm. I loved morning classes. I I was like eight a.m. Book me every time eight a.m. <laughs> I'm in there. You're psycho. <laughs> no, you're in, that's the, interesting. Because <laughs> I wanted, I like being done by like noon. Yeah, that is the one good part. But yeah. I also am not done by noon. I have these awkward gaps in my day, so I have like eight thirty to noon, and then like four to five thirty. So it's just kind of like, what do I, I do with these that. four hours? Yeah. Well, it's awful. The worst thing I had was a uh, six thirty a.m. live. Oof. <laughs> that sounds gross. Even, it was, even it was in the winter too. It was in the winter too. Yeah, I didn't even know classes started at 6:30. That's wild. Yeah. And you <laughs> chose it on purpose? It was the only it was the only option. Oh. Wow. So I had to take it. And it was literally <laughs> it was spring semester, so it was cold as hell every morning. Yeah. That sounds <laughs> walking gross. in snow, going to class. Yeah. No right. sun. No feeling in my feet. Did you live hands? That? on off campus at that time no actually it was worse because i don't say worse well, okay but i was far on off campus i was <laughs> i was on fast forward but that was my second year and i was in jones tower um, <laughs> so i was going from jones tower all the way <laughs> south over um on neil it was over there where that pizza place is adriatico's yeah i know what you're talking about. yeah i'm just like man and then like the buses aren't running that frequently at that time so you miss it it's over for you yeah <laughs> <laughs> but all right we'll get the back in. <laughs> for me I, I i watched a lot of hulu my favorite thing off there was not perfect strangers 
I watched a lot of anime on there, which has been turned Boruto. I like got to, I got to binge watch that because I don't know they just stopped telling me on, on like the homepage that there was new episodes. You know how it has like how like the white box is new. It just mm -hmm. wasn't telling me that. So I see somebody <laughs> tweeting about it, and I'm like, hold on. Like, <laughs> so I go on there. I I missed literally like seven episodes. So I'm like, what the hell? But I'm like, all right, cool. I can binge watch this. Mm -hmm. So that was turned because they on there fighting for their life every episode. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> I ain't gonna take a lunch break. Nothing. Straight to the next. <laughs> straight to the next fight. But I wanted to give it to Netflix for my maiden month. They just, I like three percent right now. I'm really enjoying that. I just finished season one last night. Squid Game. It was fire. They stole it at the, at the mm -hmm. death. Mm -hmm. It was. And then I'm uh finna watch Midnight Mass probably tomorrow. Were you a big clickbait fan? Or wait, didn't you said it was mid, right? But yes. Remember? Okay. My parents love that series. <laughs> I did not see what people saw in that series. Hmm? I did not see what people saw in that series at all. <laughs> so, yeah. Cool. All right. Well, that wraps up this episode of Bingeverse. On our next episode in two weeks, we will be reviewing Venom. Venom is hitting theaters this Thursday, which is going to be September 30th. So hit up your local theaters so that you can be ready to listen to the next episode with us. It is October, so we do have some really cool content planned for you all surrounding Halloween. You know, Ant's favorite season. Spooky so. season. <laughs> scary movie season. So we're, <laughs> so we're excited to dive into that with you all. And we will see you next episode. Make sure y'all, you know, share with your friends, like, comment, subscribe, turn post notifications on, comment again when you're done with all that. <laughs> yes, and hit the link in our bio if you have any comments, any suggestions, anything that you want us to watch, or if you have a completely different opinion on Nine Perfect Strangers or anything that we talked about that you want to share, make sure that you share it in our link in the bio and maybe we'll read them out on our next episode too. See you uh, next time. Bye. <laughs>